welcome everybody. My name is Leighton. I'm uh, one of the executive producers and one of the hosts for the Essay Voice podcast. As always, I'm joined by the lovely Elle. How are you doing today? Hi, Leighton. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thank you. And today's guest of honor, we have Jackie Quayle, one of our student success facilitators. Excuse me. Um, hi, Jackie. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Leighton. Hi, Elle. Hi. <laughs> awesome. So today's topic, we're going to talk about student resiliency and what it means for students to come um, and be resilient at school and what it means in their transition to become a successful student and some of the great options and resources that uh, Jackie's office and team has kind of brought together for us and for students. And uh, we'll get into that. But first, Jackie, I want to know how you and your family are doing, how you guys are surviving and how the kids are kind of holding up that <laughs> Um, we are surviving. That's, that's that. <laughs> We're doing okay. We're, luckily we have a pool, so my kids are swimming a lot, um, and playing outside. Nice. Is your pool warm or is it still kind of freezing? Yeah, we heat it, so okay. it is currently 86. Oh, wow. Well, that's Gorgeous. a nice temperature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, how has the transition to working at home been for you and the rest of the uh, SSFs? Well, um, I think we're in a groove now. Um, I think it was pretty quick. And so, um, like we often tell our students, you, you need to just to go with it um, and do the best that you can to adapt, um, play on your strengths. So for me, um, my strength has always been sort of relationship building. And I think, okay, I've got good, strong relationships with people at the college and with the students I support. Um, so how can I use this right now, even though I'm at home, to still do my job? And, and to still do the best that I can to help out our students. So it's nice. going well for me. And I think the SSFs in general, we're, we're a pretty connected team. So we, we chat regularly and also reach out to our students as well. Mm -hmm. that's good. I, yeah, that's really great to hear. Just given how much support that you all give to students, it's nice to know that you are all on your own being resilient yourself. So that's yeah. <laughs> Practice what we preach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, Jackie. Well, let's let's get into it then. I know we have a we have a list of questions here that uh, have been prepared to kind of get some information out of you that it would be great resource for students. So, um, here at the college and within your office and even in the student association, we've been talking about the term resilience and what that means for students who are coming into school, who are already at school, and who are leaving school. Um, so I was just wondering. Um, in your role as an SSF, what can you describe when you hear the term resilience? What does that mean to you? Yeah, so resilience, the way I think about it, is the capacity to adapt to a stressor. So your ability to sort of, um, ad, you know, when you're facing a situation that is stressful, it's that ability to adapt and then quickly recover and move forward. Right. So with that then... What do you think a student who is resilient, what kind of characteristics would come to mind when you think of a resilient student? Yeah, so often we're um, trying to teach our students, I guess, or support our students in being more proactive. Um, so a proactive student, um, someone who takes initiative, someone who um, tries to solve a problem or cr uses creativity to solve a problem. Um, maybe someone who 
has positive, healthy relationships, um, someone who's balanced, so knows when to have a good time versus when to um, maybe buckle down and, and really focus on their academics. And I think also someone who has realistic expectations of themselves um, and others and asks for help when they need it. Resiliency is also about asking for help. Yeah, I love yeah. that point. Yeah, I can definitely agree. I think I, when I first started college, I had to kind of go in with that mindset of, okay, if I don't know what I'm doing, I need to ask somebody because I right. don't want to dig myself a hole or end up in a situation I don't want to be in. So right. definitely asking for help is key, especially when you're new to the college environment. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to echo that. I know, I know the School of Business has really stressed over the years that it's okay when you're in these programs and you're at St. Lawrence to fail and it's okay to learn from those mistakes and it's okay right. to kind of use that and grow forward. And to me, that's what being a resilient student means. And it just goes on the fact that I'll said, it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. There's a great team in place and there's a great program um, like your office to kind of help us move, move through these. So just from a student perspective, I think that's super important to know. Yeah. And I think that's where you sort of learn your own strengths in resiliency. So you start to learn, okay, I was unsuccessful um, this time. This is what I did. And now what do I need to do differently next time? Um, that is resiliency. That is learning from your mistakes and moving forward um, because life is stressful. We're always going to have stressful events. We're always going to have failures as well. What can we do to accept that and to move forward and modify our behavior so that in the future we are successful? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, the next one we had for you. Um, so what is the first step to being a resilient student? What does that look like? So let's say yeah. I'm a first year, I'm coming in fresh, I'm taking the marketing or the accounting program or any or any program. Yep. What does it mean to be resilient and, and what's that first step I can take? Yeah, so your first step is really acknowledging your automatic response to stress. So um, if you realize that when exams, I have an exam, I often, um, I'm shaking <laughs> and I'm so nervous that I'm shaking. Acknowledging that automatic response can then sort of trigger you to what can I do differently? Um, and I begin to shake, I can begin to have that heart pounding. Maybe I need to um, begin some relax relaxation exercises to sort of get that under control so that when I am in an exam situation, I can change that okay. response. So okay. it just sounds like being in tune of what your body is going through, what your brain is going through, and just using some strategies, some coping mechanisms yeah. to kind of help you get over that. Yeah, so the response itself, um, you might notice something physical like shaking I mentioned, um, maybe sweating even. A response could also be behavioral, so you might notice um, I'm not sleeping very well, um, I'm not eating very well, um, or it could even be emotional. So someone might find that they're crying or maybe they're lacking empathy. So sort of acknowledging that's my response to stress. Okay, now I need to work on something else because that's not helping me in these situations. Right. Yeah. So with all those examples that you've given, um, mm -hmm. like not cramming before a test, noticing that you're stressed, all that kind of things um, for some people. So what are you saying that you would do to kind of stop this or prevent this from happening in the future if a student was kind of noticing this? 
Yeah, so let's say, let's go back to the example of the student um, cramming in, in for a test. Um, that might actually work for you. So if cramming works for you, I'm not saying this to stop that, um, but if cramming doesn't work and you're routinely being unsuccessful in tests, then you might need to realize, okay, a strength that I have um, is personal relationships. So I'm going to start to ask my peers for a study group. And by studying with others, maybe I will do better on a test. That's resiliency is sort of testing out your um, the options you have. And if that works, then that's great. And if that doesn't work, then you're going to need to have to try something else as well. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Kind of brings back the point of also just asking for help. Like if you are trying different things, but nothing's really sticking or working for you, then maybe reaching out to an SSF or um, a professor, or some or a peer, things like that, and then asking them like for advice or what kind of things you could do in those situations. Yeah, and, and there's so many options. Um, on the Student Success Facilitator resource page, we have lots and lots of options. Um, let's say you're not good at um, multiple choice tests or um, on essay questions on tests. There's so many resources there. Um, and if you find that you have a look at that document and, and I'm still not sure what to do, that's where you need to see your SSF. Sit down with one of us and we'll just go through what you need to do in order to improve on whatever um, um, skill area you're lacking. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's good to know. And we'll definitely link um, the site to the SSF um, on the website. Yeah, we'll link that below so that students can access it easily. Perfect. Yeah, for sure. Um, so one of the things that I found when I was lacking in my first couple of years was just my my time management and my organization. I was just wondering how important those two skills are towards being a resilient student and what kind of tips and practices that you guys can kind of help students with. Sure, that's like the number one thing <laughs> that we deal with, I would say. Um, time management and organization are life skills. Um, and I think our students, if, if you're coming in and, and to St. Lawrence and realizing this isn't something that I excel in, um, now is the time to improve on that um, because you're going to use it in work as well. Um, so often a student success facilitator will sit down with a student in a meeting um, and realize, okay, how are you organizing yourself right now? Um, what are you already doing when you're organizing your semesterly calendar? Um, a lot of times students will say, oh, I just got it all up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's never the, the way to do that, I don't think. Um, because really, um, you're practicing that organization of here are all of my classes, here are all of my assignments, here are all of the fun things that I do. By putting that down on paper and having that um, recorded in a calendar, you're going to feel so much better about taking time away from studies. You're going to feel like this is my free time, so therefore I know when I can can have a good time and be away from academics. Um, so in terms of organization, a, a student success facilitator will often sit down with a student and help them create a calendar. Um, the calendar could be semesterly. Um, I've often worked with students and created an entire semester timetable. Um, we also would look at maybe um, weekly and monthly for assignments. And then beyond that, also think about daily. You want to create some goals for yourself and make a list. These are, these are the things that I want to get done today. And sometimes I suggest to students to have something that's sort of your above and beyond. So these are the things I have to get done today. And then if I get do, done this one extra thing, that's my sort of goal 
gold star um, and then celebrate that experience and celebrate and say, look at me, I've gone above and beyond and, and done better today. Right. Yeah. Good advice. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. It sounds like the theme here is self-discipline at the, at the base <laughs> of it all. That's kind of what I'm picking up on for sure. Yeah. And I, and I think beyond self-discipline, also thinking about knowing your own personal strengths, because we're not all great at everything. Mm -hmm. um, so knowing the thing that you are good at um, and trying to use that to your advantage. And I often go back to my own um, relationship building as the thing that I often rely on because I feel as if I can network and have professional relationships with others, um, it often helps me when I need something yeah. um, to get that done better or easier. Sure. And I do think that time management organization is something, it's a skill that you can always improve. I think even for me, I came into college not really the greatest at either. It wasn't that I was bad, I just had never really had to do that to the fullest extent. So learning that and each year getting better and better. And even now I'm still working on it. Like it's something yeah. that just you continue to learn over time. I think but that's it's definitely, true. yeah. And that's the same thing too, where you might fail. <laughs> you might fail, you might do great in the beginning with your agenda or your calendar. And then halfway through the semester, you kind of fall off a little bit, but it's just kind of getting back up, continuing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing our students will often um, say, oh, I'm not good at time management. Um, so we need to explore what does that really mean? Because sometimes people just say these things and sort of think they're not good at something um, and don't give themselves enough credit. And maybe it's not about time management. Maybe it's about um, a study skill that you need more practice in. Um, so it's not that you're mismanaging your time and, and routinely failing tests. It's that maybe you need a little bit more practice on how to write multiple choice tests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I think, you know, in today's times and in previous times, you know, we talk a lot about anxiety. That's a term that a lot of people use. Mm -hmm. Would you say in your perspective that anxiety is the same as stress? No. <laughs> so the difference is that stress is a response to a situation, whereas anxiety is the reaction to that stress or change. Okay. So stress is good for us. We're all going to have stress, whereas anxiety is, is more of a persistent um, feeling um, that isn't necessarily good for us. Um, and if, if a student was experiencing anxiety, um, we would refer to a counselor in our wellness department on campus. Yeah. I know that right now with what's going on in the world and the current uh, living situation, current education situation, there's tons of anxiety amongst the student population, even amongst workers in, in the college, right? This is unprecedented. We don't know what's going on. So um, I'm gonna paint a scenario here. I'm a stressed student, I'm coming to see you, we're back on campus, it's January, but I'm feeling very anxious and I walk into your office, what are what are some kind of things that I'm going to get help with if I say, if I come to your office or I come to anybody, I'm anxious, I need help. What are, what are some things that can happen for me? Yeah, so um, lots of times it starts with just a conversation. So um, I ask questions to the student about how is your semester going? Um, what things are you worried about? What does that worry look like? Um, describe to me a little bit about your academics as a whole. How has it been in the past and how is that different now? Um, and then if a student were to say, um, 
you know, I'm always concerned about presentations. Um, we try to put that into perspective. So we might say things like, um, we might talk about what's the best thing that could happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? Um, so trying to think about um, perspective. Um, the best thing that could happen is you you do amazing and, and that's great. Um, but the worst thing that happens is it goes awful and you leave the room. And then what does that mean? <laughs> like we're, right. we're, we're trying to just sort of put it into real life um, situations for students and try and talk about um, all of the scenarios that, that could be. And then if, if that's um, if the student leaves the room and, and that goes awful, then let's talk about recovery. Let's talk about what can you do next time? Um, and there are lots of things that students can do if, they, if they're struggling with presentations. Um, other things that an SSF might do um, if it's specific to a certain kind of study skill or time management, we would actually go through with a student how to improve that. So um, specific awesome. techniques together um, on how to make changes in your life and then the SSF routinely checks back in with our students. So I saw you last week. We made a calendar together. How did that go? Did you follow the calendar completely? Um, did you need to modify that calendar? Did you not look at it at all? And now maybe we need to look at something else. Um, not punitive at all, because really we need to work with our students to try and understand, well, why didn't you follow the calendar? And what can we do to help you again in the future? Um, we may also refer our students to other services. So sometimes a student might come in and describe a situation um, that I realize as an S SSF and my focus is academics, this is not necessarily the best um, support for you. So I may refer a student to wellness um, for wellness counseling supports as well. Okay, yeah. well, it sounds like you all like do your due diligence very, very well. So that's definitely, I think students can really appreciate that. Um, when would you say that a student should come and ask for help or ask for support in these different areas? So I think really any student should visit their SSF. If you are a new student to the college, I think you should visit your SSF and just get to know like who they are, where they're located, um, and then know that they're available um, for help. When you should make an appointment and routinely visit your SSF is if you're struggling academically, you're not doing well. Um, you might see that in your marks. You might just f not feel great about your academics. Um, Maybe if you were struggling personally, so um, having sleep issues, eating issues, um, routinely just feeling unwell, um, you should see your SSF. Um, also, if you're having sort of feelings of being overwhelmed with school, I often hear that, I feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, so your SSF is really a good person um, to sit down and sort of talk about that feeling of overwhelm um, and where do I need to go from here? What are the things I need to do? And maybe what are some of the services that I need to be using on campus? Um, because lots of times I find students don't even know the resources available to them and the services that they have available to them at St. Lawrence. Yeah, that's a, that's a great segue into our next question. Um, what are some of the resources that are available <laughs> on campus for students to use? So I know that you, you guys provide a lot in your office, but let's say I need additional help. Where else can I go? 
Yeah, so we do have student wellness and accessibility. So wellness is our is our counseling services and accessibility um, is um, accommodations for students. Um, we also have um, a new app on campus. It's called the Tao app. So mm -hmm. TAO. Um, so that's a digital platform and mobile app for our students. Um, what's really neat about it is that there's lots of educational modules, videos, interactive exercises, um, including some like breathing exercises, meditation, um, lots of supports in there for dealing with anxiety, depression, relationship issues, um, pain management, substance abuse, um, lots and lots of options in there for our students and completely free for our students as well. Oh, that's great. That'll be linked below as well. Um, with that being said, are students able, since come the fall, that's going to be less students on campus, are students able to kind of somehow request like a virtual meeting with their SSF or something like that? Yes, thank you. Good question. Um, as always, so if you go to the St. Lawrence College webpage and you go to the SSF page, um, each SSF has a link there to make an appointment. Um, so you can have a meeting the same way we're meeting today, face to face um, via Teams, or you could also re just request that we call you and we do all have access to our phone so we can call our students as well. Okay, that's great. That's good to know with the, you know, uncertainty of the fall semester and things like that. It yes, will be important absolutely. for students. We yeah. are here. We are still here. We're just okay, virtual. Good. <laughs> good. Good to know. Are you expecting to be busy come the fall with uh, everything that's going on? Are you guys ramping up for a busier than normal fall? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think so. My my general sense is that um, online studying is, is different, right? This alternative delivery format um, is is challenging for our students. So we are expecting um, more students to reach out and we certainly welcome that. We don't ever want a student to not reach out to us. Um, a student should absolutely reach out and and perhaps we've referred you to another resource and or service and, and you don't need us, but it would be much better for a student to reach out and ask a question than to never ask the question and not seek um, help. Absolutely. It's it's taking that first step and realizing that one, I need help and two, I need to feel safe to ask it and three, good things are going to come out of it personally for asking help. So I, I love that approach and that you guys are preaching that and that it's not scary and it's not overwhelming to ask for help and I think that's so, so important for students mm -hmm. to know. It's almost like a relief when you ask for help and you get the support and it's not once you get it, even if you know you're a little bit nervous trying to ask for help, once you get it, it's such a relief and you feel so much more secure about your academic career moving forward. So definitely great. <laughs> and that is building resiliency, yes. that sort of asking for assistance and knowing knowing your limit and, and knowing your weaknesses as well as knowing your strengths, that is resiliency. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. So um, Jackie, thank you for your time today. I think this has been an absolutely great uh, insight into some of the resources and practices that go on behind the scenes to help us students. Um, so thank you again for everything that you and your coworkers do. I know that uh, you guys are tremendous resources. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Leighton. Bye. Thanks, Al. You're welcome. Bye. Okay. See you guys. Bye. I never know how to stop it. <laughs>